Yo, what's up, everybody? What's up? What's going on? Welcome to the Black Medicine Podcast. So today we got we got to talk about Monique, man. Uh, so we got to talk about our sister Monique, and you know, so you know how we gonna get you know how we get down here at the Black Men Suits channel. You know that we, you know, my development of this channel was to pride to pride ourselves. And when I mean ourselves, we talk about the brand of Black Men in Suits and what I want this platform to stand for and will stand for in the future. And um, and that is, we're not going to get into the gossip side of what's going on with Monique, right? And that's going to be the beauty that everybody is going to be able to take from this channel. So, however, you know, we may gossip a little bit. You know, right? We may, we may take the gossip. So I said, put it this way: we may take the gossip and add it to our discussions about what's going on, how is it, how did it get here, and an unbiased perspective about both sides and the uncut truth. Right? How should we move forward in our in as a community? as people with what's going on. Reason why? Because even though we see what goes on between celebrities, this is real life. This is going this is this is people's money. This is how people are eating. This is how they are feeding their families, right? And in perspectively, the same type of dynamics that is going on that, that we see play out with celebrities and gossip and drama, even on the sitcoms, right? Even on the TV shows, we have these same battles with friends and family in our lives, right? So how can we take, so there's somebody out there, there's at least one person out there in our society um, and even one person uh, amongst our community who is dealing with some of the, probably the same exact dynamics, right? So let's talk about it, man. Let's let's get into it about, about this whole Monique thing, man. Let's, let's, let's get into it. as you know what's going on between Monique and her you know her latest uh, you know which is not really anything new from her right her latest the latest thing that's going on with Monique is uh, Monique was at a you know they was at a recent comedy show with her and D.L. Hughley and there was some exchange of of 
dynamics that went on between uh, what a contract supposed to say to this and the third. But once again, you know, hey, it's easy to find on any YouTube channel, any social media, you can find it. So once, you know, so if you hadn't seen it already, uh, you know, hey, I suggest go check it out and then come back, you know. But if you're joining in here, most likely you've already seen it and you already know some scope of it. So what I want to talk about is how it affects us as black men and how what affects us as black men, how it affects our, our the women in our lives, right? So some of the things I want to touch on, first and foremost, uh, one of the biggest questions I've seen in my inbox was, what is your take? Do you agree with how, she, you know, what, how she's handling things? And what do you think about the, the, you know, the legitimacy of what she's saying? So what I want to do is I want to get us to, I want to direct you to some, some of the, the truth about what's happening, right? So what we are seeing on an outer perspective, it may seem that Monique is out of control. Monique is... Oh, she she's letting her husband run her life. She's at, she's letting, um, you know, she's letting him make her do these things that she never would have done before, and she is acting a fool. She, you know, Monique is plum crazy. All right. Some of this, you know. Some of those responses and some of those uh, things that I just mentioned, some of the things I just said, you know, that people are saying, you know, I cannot take any validity from that, right? Because how you perceive that, you know, we all have the right to perceive something the way we perceive it. And, and then depending on how you're casting it, right, depending on how you're observing it, you know, your opinion may be right. You know, I mean, you're, you may be right about what you're saying based off of how you're receiving, how you're seeing and how it's, how it's coming out. So let's talk about where her frustration stems from. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing for everybody who who is witness to this should collect from it. And when you collect what I'm about to say, it should make you see everything that's going on, everything that she that has happened to her, everything, every everything she's done in the past five, ten years. Cause this this ain't nothing new. But it's it's new now because people are able to focus on it more. And plus, you know, as situations arrive, arise, that's when you typically have the bulk of of well, that's particularly when you start to begin get the meat in the book of information, the book of things. So, to sum up Monique's frustration is this: when Monique started out in the game, Monique was, you know, she was a, you know, she was, she came out in a time of comedy and in Hollywood that was very there was very few women who were doing comedy now that doesn't erase all of the, the 
the outstanding black women comics that were before her and, and before women before her, right? So, you know, so as we talk about, so you may in, in some cases hear her discuss or talk about that, you know, she, you know, with the Queens of Comedy, how, you know, they were such a milestone with their comedy. And then you will have people, you know, who are like my, my parents in them age, you know, that will say, well, you know, LaWanda Page was doing, they were doing comedy back in the day. They was split, they was cutting on records. And that's true, right? But we want to talk about the age of what things are now and the way things are now in our society. And that is, at the end of the day, you know, black women has always been undervalued underprotected in the industry. Now, it doesn't take you to have to do a lot of research or even research the background of that when history tells you that. Just the historical events, segregation, slavery, things before that, AD, BC, Etc. <laughs> Just all of those things. We all know the history of opposition, control, racism in our world, right? And black women have always been, just like us brothers, always, always have been undervalued. And the industry, even comedy, is no different. You can even sit for hours at the moment and just listen to Dave Chappelle to his last several years of things he's been getting off his chest. And that, that will sum up a lot of things for you just from a black man's perspective in the comedy industry. So, Monique's thing, what happened, has happened, is happening to a lot of black women in the industry. <clears throat> Monique was no different when she first started out. She was a part of the game. She was trying to get in, wanted to do something that she loved. And because of that, there are many stories that a lot of black female comics can tell you of the horror stories, the treatments that they've had. I mean, even some of the, the, the most recent female comics like Tiffany Haddish will tell you some stories. The industry is grimy. The industry is, man, it's a dog eat dog, right? There's a lot of great things about the industry, but more than not, more than none, there's a lot more of things that goes on that right now we couldn't even famine to think about, or, or if we were to hear it, you'd be like, Wow, 
the who, the what's, when, and where, you'd be like, damn, they did it like that? Yeah, they did it like that. Because when you talk about fame and money, people will do any and everything to get their hands on it, to be a part of it, and to be in the know. And Monique was no different. Monique has experienced a lot, a lot of of the things that I'm sure she wants. She, there's a, you know as much as the things she said now, I'm sure there's some there's some shit that she want to say that she just hadn't have has not said it yet because. Her her motion her motive her motions right now is playing with a loaded gun right where she's not going to fire shots at anybody until they deserve those shot until they deserve to be exposed and that's what's happening pretty much when I first started listening. To Really listening to Monique, um, it came about a year or two after I think when she first started talking about Tyler Perry and Oprahinfino, and and so those years prior to that, right? You you young and you listen and you laugh, and then you do have a initial emotional opinion about it, and you say, "Oh man, God, goddamn, Monique did it like that." But then when you sit down and you have and you and you think about transparency and you say, okay, let me listen to this sister tell her story. Let me listen to your testimony. And it wasn't until she actually sat down and started giving her testimony, which I mean, it really didn't take for her to give her testimony for me to, for any of us to understand the fuckery that's going on in the industry. I mean, hell, even right now, women basketball players get paid crumbs compared to some of the rookie basketball players that don't even fucking get in the game. So, just that alone, look at what's going on with Brittany Griner right now. They're using her as a pawn. they letting our sister rot in fucking jail in fucking Russia. Which I mean, I mean, the details of that are a lot more intricate. But the point is, is that when a sister get on any platform, I don't care what platform she's on, and she says to us as a whole, I've been mistreated in this in this industry. And I'm gonna get mine by any means necessary. I'm not going to expose whoever by any means necessary. Hey, given what we have been through as a people in this country, shit, do it. Let's hear it. These people, they need to be exposed. If you're a predator in this industry, in this world, not just not just in the in a, in an industry, but in this world, I don't care. I don't care how much money you make. If you're a predator, you need to be exposed. If you're a killer, you need to be exposed. Period. And 
most of us in our society would never experience what she has because a lot of, you know, a lot of us, you know, we may live, we live a lot more comfortable lifestyle or we live a lifestyle that's a lot more, you know, we're not, we're not around those type of dynamics of individuals, right? But I can guarantee you that every black woman in this country, just about every black woman in this country, can tell you about her experience with being treated unfairly by a man. Every black woman. And that's real. And so what's going on with Monique is, is that, you know, and some people have, you know, they, you know, some people come in and say, oh, Monique, you're wrong. You shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't put your personal issues out on stage, hey, I look at it like this. This sister has the right to, to, to use whatever platform she got to say whatever she got to say. If we gonna pay to hear it, if we gonna pay to see it, if we gonna pay to listen to it, by God, let her do it. Now, I don't necessarily agree with the entire tactics uh, or and they're not really tactics. They're, they're her emotions, right? And so, when, you, when you're dealing with emotions, shit gonna come out how it come out. And where our sister is at today in, her, in, in, her, in the industry is that she loves it. So she still wants to make, she still wants to use her platform to be a voice. And she's transitioning to that stage now where she's like, hey, fuck the bullshit. I am no longer allowing myself to be a victim to manipulation, contract foolery, and to those who are standing in my way or don't support me standing up for myself, then you can get it too. And I ain't mad at that. Here's why. Because if your nose is clean, if your hands is clean, if your life is clean, no one can expose you for doing anything. But when you're dirty, Got dirt on you. You shall be exposed. We're coming into a a point in um, as a as a social existence where people aren't afraid to voice their traumas. People aren't afraid to speak out against the shit you do to them. You know? And because of that, there is no industry, no platform, and no corporation above that. Nobody's above that anymore. You know? And these women, even men, People are no longer, you know, 
taking drugs and, 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 and killing themselves because the industry fucked them over. No, they telling on them. They talking about it. You know, and so, you know, and, 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 and there's a lot of people who hate that Monique is with the, the guy that she's with. And, you know, that to me, you know, is more personal than anything because one thing I can tell you about listening to that brother communicate and listen to him talk, I don't know what kind of relationship they got behind closed doors. But one thing I can tell you is that he's very articulate and he's one of those guys that's kind of like, hey, I want to eat at the same table you eating at. And hey, and ain't nothing wrong with that. And in my opinion, my personal opinion, right? Again, I'm not talking about, I, I don't know the brother per, on any personal level. So I can't talk about, you know, and I haven't, and I haven't read anything about anything morally subjective. So where I'm speaking, what I'm going to speak from now is going, is going to speak from a dynamics of someone supporting you and having your back, but also putting you on game on what's been on what's happening to you. We need more brothers like that in our sisters' lives. And what I mean like that, I mean brothers who when your wife come home and she talk about being mistreated at her job. You don't just sit there and listen and be like, oh, wow, damn, that's fucked up. I know, babe. Let's eat that chicken you bought. Did you cook? Mmm, you gonna give me some tonight? We need to put a cap on that shit, brothers. That need to be cut out. We need more brothers who, who are gonna listen to what's going on and then say, you know what, baby? Here's a solution. Why don't you try this? Or why don't you do that? Here's what you need to do. And this could be in anything related to your significant other. You don't need to be in anybody's life if you can't offer them any kind of... Uh, Solace or peace, confirmation, or even provide them vindication from being mistreated. You with somebody and you see where their strengths are, you're supposed to help them build on those strengths. But it's too many of of us as brothers, we'll rather rely on that weakness to what? Feel our egos. See, that's what I'm seeing with everything that's going on with Monique, right? I'm seeing a black woman who has been used and abused by the industry just like 
tons of other people have come and exposed. Her finally getting to a place to where her traumas, where she's trying to escape from those traumas. And one of the ways you escape from those traumas is you have to get rid of them. You have to expose them. You have to accept them. And sometimes that means people who did you wrong and did you dirty, they got to get it. So, yeah, Monique may be hard to deal with. So, yeah, you know, those lines may be true. Someone saying, oh, she's hard to deal with. But what I also know is every, anybody's hard to deal with when they won't let you run over them. You, you hand them a contract and they read that small print on that contract that says you're going to get paid such and much amount of money and you feel you worth more than that. It's your duty to speak up on that. Real talk. And we're talking about the money, but that could mean that could be any other dynamics. That could be any other dynamics. It could be your personal life. It could be you you meeting somebody and you want to fall in love and you you, you like them and care for them, but they tell you, hey. I'm going to love you to this much, but this, this, this is how much I'm only going to give you. But you feel, you, you're like, hey, I'm worth more than you giving me these kind of crumbs. You have that right. You selling for nothing. So once again, although I may, I may not necessarily agree with her entire tactics, <laughs> But at the end of the day, I simply dissect, I simply see those things as not necessarily being tactics, but more of emotions. And when a person comes, when a person is speaking from their emotion and from their heart, it's gonna come out how it come out. You know, and you gonna and you just hey, and, and how with that person's personality is, their persona, their disposition, you gonna get it like as such. You gonna get, you gonna get that energy back from them as such. And it may not be pretty. You know. Now, Monique talked about something recently. And and this is gonna wrap up everything I'm saying here. And she talked about An interview I think that D.L. Hughley did about something happened to his daughter and one of his best friends. I mean, I'm going to look that up. And I didn't look it up because that's one of those things that I hate hearing. I hate hearing black fathers. First of all, I hate hearing the stories about black women or just women in general being abused or being or or. or Whatever happened, whether it was violated or, or being fearful of, of any kind of uh, uh, presence of a man. And so it comes to term that his daughter had this feeling or was violated by somebody that was his, that said his, his best friend. Man, now when she, is, when she said, when she shared that, I'm like, hold on now. Woo, 
And she talked about that how that is a discussion we need to have in our black community, and, and, and I agree with that 100%. We on a hush-hush about too much shit, and that's the reason why we things are happening the way they're happening, and they're happening to the innocent, these babies, our elderly. You know, they are being victimized by these predators that we are allowing that a lot of us and I say us in the talk about us as a culture of people where we you know that there's a lot of people who know you know you know your homeboys are are, are, are predators and you won't say shit. You know your homegirls are predators and you won't say shit. You know you won't ex- you know and, and I ain't saying that you gotta be all in a business, but the point is, you know, depending on the extent of what you're doing, you will be exposed for that. And what we do is, we sacrifice people in our lives for our own emotions, you know. And you know, mothers have done it for 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 generations. Where they allow men to, they they know a man is abusing their, their, their daughters and they won't they won't give a fuck because because it's or, or they care. I ain't gonna say you don't give a fuck because they care, but they're so weak for a man wanting to have a man or fearful of a man, fearful of that man that they won't say shit. And those days are over. And so. I didn't look it up in detail because I didn't want to hear that not 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 a brother like D.L. Hughley, a a brother allowing because yeah it, it does boil down to allowing because I think the story is his daughter told him do you allow your child to be victimized by another man? But that shit is happening, has happened, and will continue to happen until we start holding people fucking accountable. And how they need to be exposed, there is no sympathy, empathy, compassion for how that shit needs to be delivered. I don't care who you are. If you're a predator to our women, you need to be exposed. If you're a predator to our children, you need to be exposed. And um, and so with that new with that information, right? It brought me to a a revelation of what is what the totality of all of this is going on with Monique. And it goes back to the first thing I stated, but just kind of in closing, is that this sister knows a lot about a lot of people. She's experienced a lot about a lot of people. And for a long time, she played the game because she too was a victim and starstruck and this is stuff she'll tell you herself that she said herself 
But now she's at a place in her life where she is not afraid to expose any and everybody who steps in her way or on her toes. And I have no sympathy for none because if you're clean, if you don't have no, no dirt, you wouldn't have nothing to worry about. You wouldn't have nothing to worry about. But, uh, man, I just wanted to talk about that and uh, just want to uh, kind of send a message out there to, to our brothers, black men in suits. We have to protect our women. We have to be a focal point in their lives more than just what's going on in the bedroom. We have to stop catering to the Jezebels of the world. Stop being a victim ourselves, allowing ourselves to be victims. And we have to start standing up for what's right. And all those things I said does not mean being quiet about it because that's an issue we have too is that because we think because we're not saying anything that that's a positive affirmation that a lot of other young black men need as an example no they don't teach black men shit they don't teach these young black boys a damn thing But we need to also be more vocal as well. It can't just be one Dave Chappelle out of all the black male comedians out there. There just can't be no one Monique out of all the black female comedians out there. Because the issue with that, what it makes, what, what comes, it comes down to an uh, 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 interview I heard Dave Chappelle do and did and it was about so now it makes that person to the world they seem crazy but that is the most disrespectful opinion you can have about a person dealing dealing with the fact that they are naturally sane right And until we start having four or five Dave Chappelle's, four or five Monique's, that's when shit is going to get better. That's when shit is going to change. That's when we're going to have. I mean, that's that's that is when we're going to stop being able, stop having to have these conversations. And so. One of the resources that I want to give you guys is that there are there are a lot of platforms right now out on social media where there's a lot of sisters and brothers who are on some real deal positive positive stuff. And um, you know that with each 
each episode going forward now, I'm going to provide you guys with a link to some of my favorite uh, podcasters uh, or or uh, celebrities or influencers who are sharing some truth to light and not in that and not in that Hollywood type of dynamics, right? But in a uncut truth kind of way. So um, this week, I want you guys to check out Yvette Carnell. Um, I know she has a YouTube channel. Um, I will leave the link in the description. And I want you. You. I know she. She did have a Facebook. I'm not sure if she's, if she's still posting on Facebook a lot. Uh, or if her channel has been directed to Facebook anymore. But Vet Carnell is the influencer of the week. I want you guys to check out her podcast. And I'm telling you the stuff you will hear from that sister. Uh, she got. She has a lot of depth. Like her, I know her channel, her podcast be like, uh, her videos be like two hours long sometimes. But that sister got some information on there. Yeah, her and her team, man, they keep it all the way real. And like I said, not in that Hollywood kind of way, right? Not in that Hollywood kind of way where there's all jokes and, you know, where 90% of the stuff they're saying is fucking jokes. So check it out. But that's it for today. Y'all leave me a message. Support, share, like. Whatever is in your heart to do. Black Men Suits. Urban Nation. Yeah.